Welcome to What the Wellness. In today's episode, we're going to be speaking to the beautiful and talented designer ECOB. What you wear impacts your confidence, but it's also a reflection of your internal view of yourself. And today we're going to dive into um, the psychology of fashion, some practical tips, and some other amazing words of wisdom from EC. Izzy's had an interesting path to design, having transitioned from a career as an accountant um, to recruiting to becoming one of the most sought-after fashion designers in the Caribbean. Izzy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm glad to be here. So, Izzy, can you give us a little bit of a background on your love of fashion and sort of maybe where that all started? Sure. My mother was a designer when I was a kid, so I spent a lot of time in her studio Um, I remember sitting under her cutting table playing with scraps of fabric and um, I'd make clothes for my dolls and my sisters and I, I had two, I have two sisters and a brother and my sisters also loved clothing. And so I learned to design clothes first for dolls, then for myself and my siblings. And now I design clothes for other women. Where does your inspiration come from? It depends, right? So, um, for one thing, I'm, I try to keep things fresh. So I'm always looking for something that moves me. So I travel a lot. So I get a lot of inspiration from the places I go to, um, the new cultures that I experience being in nature. Um, I love being outdoors, hiking, and um, just walking in nature. I also love I love clothing and I love women and I love the way they their minds work and what they choose and so I'm also inspired by just looking at women um, around and understanding what they love. My goal, the thing that makes me happiest when I design is making some, helping someone else to feel good and that inspires a lot of the choices I make when I'm putting something together. That's an interesting kind of uh, segue into the psychology of clothing and of fashion. And I think that we all are familiar with the concept that, you know, there are certain outfits that you put on and you're just killing it. Like you are ready for the day. And then there are some things you put on and you're like, eh, I'm just wearing this because I, it's clean and I need to. <laughs> and I'm, or I'm just too tired to think about one more thing. Right? Um, so um, in terms of the psychology of clothing you know how is it Mm -hmm. that you feel like clothes connect to your inner self clothing is a reflection of who you think you are who you want to be and who how how you want to be perceived by other people and so in that in that regard I think clothing very much ties into your inner self and your confidence and your emotional life Mm -hmm a lot of the times what we what we really want is to be accepted right and to be part of the group it's an evolutionary thing and you can use your clothing to make that happen because you can dress like the group and so people see you as part of the group and so then you don't stand out um alternatively you can do the opposite and use your clothing to express how you're different from the group in the ways that you um, are unique and so I love I love that relationship and how you choose to use clothing is really um, influenced by what you're trying to do with do you want to fit in is 
or do you want to be unique and express yourself and either one of those there's nothing wrong with taking either of those positions I mean sometimes I just want to just blend in and not be seen and just do my thing other times I feel like there is a need for me or I feel the need to just express something about who I am or even for me express something about who I am to me you know to remind me um that I am this person I'm playful or you know I'm romantic or I'm whatever and so that's how I use clothing for myself interesting mm. the um concept of that you sometimes would use clothes to remind you yourself of who you are I hear mm. I see that a lot especially now as a mom you know when every now and then you go I just need to get dressed up properly. Like I need to be taken out. I need to remember that I am a woman and that I am beautiful and that I am noticeable and you know, that I also still have this in me. So that's interesting that it's almost a remind. it can be a reminder to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, and what better and safer way to do it than through your clothing through, you know, something you control. I think that as we get older, um, there are a lot of rules about what you can and can't wear as you get older. But mm-hmm, the people I mm-hmm. admire the most are the people who just make their own rules, yeah, right? Yeah. The people who choose, you know, people like Helen Mirren. I mean, yes, you can wear leather age, you know, past your sixties. Why not? You know, you know, and she, she makes choices that make me just want to stand up and applaud her because this is what I aspire to. The first thing is that you have to adopt the persona that you want to express. So now if your yep. inner Giselle Bunchen wants to wear <laughs> <laughs> seriously, you, that's, that's what you do. You know, first you can choose, you can choose a different persona. I mean, we're all made up of different, there are lots of different aspects to each of us. So choose the persona that you want to dress that day and dress her. The other way you can do it is choose a theme, right? So don't worry about yourself so much in choosing. Choose a theme. It makes it easier if you say, okay, I, today my theme is going to be romantic. So then you choose pieces that are romantic. And it sort of takes your mind out of the equation because your mind says, you are, you are this thing, you are not that thing. Again, coming back to the play part. Allowing yourself yeah. to play with the clothes instead of letting them um, make you feel clothes a certain are, way, make them exactly. work for you. Clothes are a toy. Mm-hmm. Clothes are adults. Toys for adults. Um, and they're there for us to play with. But we, we forget that aspect of clothing when we're choosing what to wear. And we think that it's all about, okay, this is, I am this person. So this is what I have to wear but that there is so much more and I call it the magic of clothing. There's so much more to clothes than that. So much more to you than that. And maybe you can help us because for so many of us walking into the store can in the mall and the, you know, even online shopping just can seem overwhelming and we don't know where to start. Um, so if you were going to try and help, give us some tips some practical tips on, you know, how do you start to invent yourself with your clothes? Where do you begin? For me, it's, it's a conscious thing. So as we said earlier, the issue for most people is when you go shopping, you go and you are then forced to choose from what's available. Um, But I like to think about choosing clothes from the other 
from the other perspective, which is if you decide what it is you want to wear, then you go out and find it. So it changes the way you shop profoundly because then you're not just buying whatever you see and and it doesn't, you know, whether it fits you well or not, it's just you think that you need to have these things. But if there's more mm-hmm. of a conscious thought behind, okay, I need, I would like to wear a bow blouse like Jasmine talked about there, which I'm actually looking for one right now as we speak. <laughs> I'll let you know if um, I find one. <laughs> so then you, you, you look around and it takes more time. It's, it's more shopping with, with consciousness behind around and see Mm -hmm. you know what the options are and then you narrow in on you know what the design designers you like what the fabrics you like and then you go for those and then you try that and then you find the thing you want rather than going to a shop and you're in a mall and there are 120 shops with 100 different you know types of clothing racks of clothing and and you are starting from a position of disempowerment when you shop that way because you have to choose what you're given rather than you know deciding what you want and then going to get it i love that concept and i think even as we talk about um you know in, in minimalism and just being you know uh, environmentally conscious and you know that i'm aware that the fashion industry you know and clothing in and of itself is a huge source of waste for our planet yeah. right and so being intentional about the clothes that you buy and rather than impulsive is you know serves several different purposes um but but frankly that sounds too good yeah. to be true i mean for me it's as simple as like the day you need black heels, you walk, I mean, something that you should be able to find, right? Like we're not talking about like some random, uh, very (laughs) specific item, but I mean, it's like, that's the only thing you cannot find. Um, So what suggestions do you have in that way? Okay. So the the other thing about this though, in order to be more intentional about what you buy is you have to know what you already have and know what you're going to need in advance Mm -hmm. so that you're not running to find that pair of black shoes at the last minute and having to buy whatever, sort of fits, sort of kind right. of fits in the shop at that point you know it's, it's a slower way to shop surely for sure it's um less impulsive way think, to shop but it, i think it works right. running into a store and buying things because they're yeah. cheap that's i mean that was sort of how i was raised is you know is this you know if it's 20 bucks or less you just buy it because then you got all this selection right. and you'll you know whatever but you end up with a whole bunch of disposable items that not really ever serve the real purpose of making you feel good or that they last. And, and we talked to um, Izzy about tailoring clothes and not being afraid to, if you do order something online, um, you know, maybe you order a size up or, you know, look at, at the fabric and know how it's going to stretch or what have you, and then just get it tailored when it gets here. If it doesn't fit in, in, in one area or the other is not being afraid to, again, invest in that piece so that it's something that you right, love. Exactly. So if, if you've already, if you've spent the time and investment in choosing something you love, then it's just a little extra step at the end to making it fit perfectly, you know, by just taking it to a skilled, skilled tailor or seamstress um, and asking them, you know, they'll know where it needs to be adjusted. Even You don't even have to tell a good tailor. And, and they'll make those adjustments for you. And then you end up with a garment that you really wanted, that fits you really well. And that is the key to confidence in that, in that outfit. So 
it's a win-win. I think it's um, also important to remember, I mean, there's so many uh, of us who walk into the store and, you know, you get frustrated when you can't find what you want or what you need or things don't fit right. And and that's true of any size, uh, right? Um, But I think it's important and somehow we lose sight of the fact that big box clothes aren't meant to fit everyone perfectly. And somehow we walk out defeated because the jeans don't fit quite right, as opposed to buying some that feel good in fabric and are reasonably the right fit and then getting them tailored. I mean, you have to remember when you're shopping that no two body types are the same. Even models who are supposed to be have a standardized body type, where your waist is will be different for even if we have the same size waist, where my waist is um, on my body proportionally will be different to yours. Mm -hmm. But manufacturers designers don't really take that into account because in a factory you have to make a standard cut and the waist is where the waist is and you choose where the waist should go and it may not work for everyone. It's a template. Exactly. We're we're all size six but the dress fits us all differently. For example, we're all size 14 and the same size 14 dress fits us all differently. Um, So Mm -hmm. understanding that as well is really, really important because then it stops you from beating yourself up. because you say, well, I'm supposed to be a size six. Why am I size eight in this, in this garment? It's because the cut is different. And so that's the other thing with shopping. You know, yes, know your base size, but know you could you can move anywhere in that range. You can be the size up or the size down. And so when you choose something, um, knowing that you have the ability to tailor it gives you more confidence in maybe choosing a size up, you know, and, and tailor it. You know, it really brings up the point in talking about um, the plus size industry, about why are there not more fashionable clothes, um, you know, in that in that size ranges? I think that the fashion industry has been slow to catch on to it because for manufacturers to take into account a broader range of sizes immediately increases their risk. So it's not that they don't want to make plus size clothing. It's just that the range of cuts that they need to make um, will increase so much that it becomes non-commercial for them. But then the other thing is that, so what they do instead is like they take something that's been designed in a size six and then they just make it bigger and think that it's going to look the same in a size 18, for example. And it never does because where the waist falls on a size six is not going to be where the waist falls on a size 18. And so it makes it very difficult um, for people who make clothes you know standard companies to move into a plus size space and you have to remember as well that um, mass market clothing is has been only really a recent invention because before we had mass market we had tailor tailor made custom couture which was very specifically cut Mm -hmm. and designed specifically for you Fair enough. What do you say, um, you know, are the staples that people should have um, in their wardrobe? Again, it depends on you. But for me, they have they have to be versatile pieces that you can wear again and again and replace. Um, they're generally quite timeless. And the things that you'll find in my closet, okay. like I said, like a fitted T-shirt, um, a white shirt, a classic white shirt can do so many things in so many ways, for so many people. Um I always have a camisole because it's flexible. I can put it under something or wear it on its own. And in Cayman, where the weather is hot, um, it's the perfect garment. And you can dress it up, dress it down. 
and they're easy to find. So all of these should be in mm-hmm. really good, as, as good a quality as you can manage. Um, for me, I always say a fitted crop trouser is, or fitted crop pair of pants for our American friends. <laughs> okay. Um, is, is, yeah. is key because more so than um, a wide leg or a straight leg pant for me because I think the fitted pant is usually more flexible because it works well with flats if you want to try the classic Audrey Hepburn thing okay works well with heels because then it the heels extend your leg line but it also works well with trainers and you can wear all those those three different pairs of shoes with a fitted trouser fitted crop trouser than you can with any other pair of pants um a pair of jeans i always say because i'm a jean freak um <laughs> uh, <laughs> quality black dress even if you just have one in your closet it's the the one investment that you can pull out for any occasion can dress it up dress it down and the criteria the only real criterion for it is that you know you feel good when you put it on and so then um that that can be your go-to dress but I also feel like a good quality day dress. I'm a fan of a plain shift dress um, just because, okay. again, it's it's casual. But when I want and, and I prefer tailored clothing, so tailored things are more my style um, or structured rather than tailored. So but with a good quality day dress, um, when you you can dress it up, dress it down and it can also transition into night for you, which is great. Um I also think a tailored blazer, which I think mm, is okay. good for travel, but also for work, but also goes with a pair of jeans. It can go over your camisole and your black dress and your fitted pants over your T-shirt. Over... <laughs> so, this is like, so all these sorts of pieces then sort of start building a jigsaw for you of a look, you know, of things that you can pull together that will work with other things in your closet. Um, And then you also always kind of know what you have and what you need. So when you go shopping, you always have in your mind, okay, I have this and this and this. And so when I'm choosing something, I know what I can choose because I know already what I have that will go with that thing. Um, And Cayman, specifically a kimono kaftan, um, because it can go Mm -hmm. as your swimwear cover-up but it can also go as um, a daytime thing over a, pe- over a camisole and some shorts. And it can go as a nighttime thing, accessorize it with a bunch of jewelry and you can wear it with pants or jeans or even over a dress. So a kimono kaftan is it's a kaftan that's open in the front rather than one that you put over your head. Um, a good quality day bag, you only really need one. I know we have loads, but... Most people have a lot, but just a really one good quality day bag, one good quality evening bag, something that will go across different looks, um, you know, and, and the thing about accessories is you can be as playful as you want and they can be as out there as you want because they're only small pieces. And so it makes you feel like you're, you're, you're being bold, but then it's only a small area of fabric or a small area of handbag or earring or shoe. Um, What would you say to folks who feel like they have that staple wardrobe, but they've worn it a billion times? Like if I have to wear this dress in front of these people again, is that really something that's more internal or is that even a thing? I think, again, 
it comes back to does it make you happy if it doesn't make you happy change mm-hmm. it you know rather than having that conversation with yourself yes you can have wardrobe staples but your wardrobe staples aren't a prison you're not you're not stuck with them you know and and, and this is the thing yes. it's it's about empowerment around clothes and understanding that you choose, you can choose, and you can choose to get rid of something because it's just not serving you anymore. Two people can wear the same dress with different energy. So one person wears it like, oh my God, you know, I hope that people don't see that I, you know, I've, I've got this here or, or that there or something. And then there's the energy of somebody who wears the same black dress and goes, you know what? I look amazing in this dress. I hope everybody sees this dress and just, you know, understands how amazing I'm looking today. And and that that is the language of clothing. That's that's what clothes can do for you. And for the person who's not feeling right in the dress, that's not your dress. Let it go if it's not serving you anymore, and let something else come in that is that, that gives you that feeling, you know. And it's that feeling you're looking for. Well, and I think that's a perfect circle back to where we started, which is the psychology of clothing is, you know, and kind of your outward clothing is a reflection of how you feel about yourself on the inside. And if you find yourself in a place where clothes don't feel right to you or where clothes don't um, make you feel like you're putting your best self forward, it might be that you need to change your clothes and you need to find, you know, so different designers or some different styles or different um, fits. But it also might mean that you need to do some self work and that you maybe need to think about the fact that not everybody is dissecting your body when you walk into a room. And that's really about you, not about your clothes. Um, So I do think that that's a really helpful way to come back around, um, you know, and maybe wrap up in terms of just really really encouraging folks to spend the time to think about what is the pieces of your body and the pieces of yourself that you're most proud of and how do you display those and when that changes because we talk about this in other instances that you are not the same person over time and when you change or when your style changes that and it's not serving you anymore that you move on and you don't have the emotional baggage to it and that you go ahead and make the change to continue to put your best self I, forward. I agree. You couldn't have said it yeah. better, any better. And it's, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's an element of courage in there to, you know, admitting that something doesn't feel right. Cause we, it, it's hard to do that. Um, because then it requires you to do a lot of stuff searching as to why it doesn't right. And it's, that's a hard thing. Um, Clothing, is, you know, it's not rocket science. It's not life-saving clothing by any means, you know, and it should be put in its proper context. It's it's a tool. It's a means of self-expression. It, it can help. And Izzy, where can we find you uh, if our audience would like to get a hold of you to maybe do one of those wardrobe consults or just check out, um, you know, some uh, of your my, amazing designs? On my designs. website, iscbdesign.com details are there on social media at iscbdesign facebook and instagram connect with me thanks ec for joining us and to everybody who was listening um, stay tuned to the next episodes of what the wellness have a great day